books are not popular books. Books that will change your life are not necessarily going to be bestsellers. Books that will mean the most to you, like to you as an individual, to you personally on your journey, most times won't necessarily be from your favorite authors. Hello guys, welcome to another edition of my book review. Today, I'm reviewing The Sixth Man, a memoir by Andre Iguodala. He is a basketball player, one of my favorite basketball players, actually. Why is he my favorite? Because he's not even popular when it comes to naming favorite players, even in of all time. Although I feel like he's, a, he's going to be an all of famer because he has three championship titles, but he's not popular guys when it comes to you know favorite players but for me though he is my he's one of my favorite players i have a lot of favorite players so how did he become my favorite player when i started getting really involved in basketball like taking it serious because basketball became my favorite sport in 2018 but becoming and moving away from football uh the warriors were the hottest team at that point and Andre Iguodala was playing for the Warriors, so automatically everybody in the Warriors were my favorite guys in the league. Uh, so during the course of him being a player for the Warriors, he released this book. By that time, I just admired him as part of the players in the Warriors, and also I took a liking to him, the mere fact that he has a Nigerian name. And that's basically that about him being Nigerian. His father was not in the picture according to his memoir. And, uh, so it wasn't like maybe a major factor or it's not really like him the major factor or the main reason why he's my favorite player but he became my favorite player shall after i finished reading his book the things he said and after me observing you know our moves in court he's even part of the leaders of uh, the nba players associations i think he's the vice president so you put all those things together and you're like hmm, this is one guy that you know he knows his onions businessman he is sound listen to him you know he has a lot of insights and he's very intelligent so i'm like yo this is all i can really really fuck with because apart from the fact that he's good at what he does on the basketball court he is also sound when it comes to doing life when it comes to his affairs business as a sportsman as a celebrity and all like that so i'm not saying he is flawless or anything like that but yo and that's that so this book yeah i i found out that I was going to release a memoir I can't remember the year now, but it released it. It should be probably 2019, if I'm not mistaken, 2019. So, released the book and automatically, since I took a liking to him, I knew I was going to read it. And another factor is the fact that my favorite genre when it comes to books are biographies, autobiographies and memoirs. I just like the fact that I can eavesdrop into people's life and listen to their stories, find out about their lessons, their mistakes and see how I could apply that to my life. You know, there's one of my favorite quotes when it comes to reading. Reading is like sitting with the best, with the most intelligent minds and having conversations with them. And memoirs or biographies is just like the literal definition of that quote. So that's one of the reasons why I picked the book. And on, on reading the book here, I found a lot of things that just solidified and stamped the fact that, yo, this guy is, going, is on my list of favorite players. Forget the fact that maybe he's not, he's not putting up numbers and all the skills that other people's favorite players do. Yeah. So this book about Andre, his upbringing, the role his mother played, his younger brother, his senior brother actually, and uh, and all like that. So from this book, I learned how from a, from a young age, his mom was very keen on their education and uh, she prioritized reading. And she used to say things like, if you're not reading, you're not achieving, you know, stuff like that. So he became a very avid reader, took his education serious. He was actually an A student, according to him, 
So by way of summary to highlight one of the things that really stood out for me from the book, if you are not really into basketball, you might not enjoy this book because it does a lot of basketball in it. For example, <laughs> this part you probably won't get unless you're into basketball. So it was like when a team sells a player, it is just business. But when a player leaves a team, it is an insult. This is a really big deal in the NBA. Like if a player decides to say, okay, I want to change my team, they can go as low as far as the, and I'm talking about the fans now, burning this jersey. The press and the media in that town and city will start running bad press about you and all like that because how dare you but if a team decide that yo we don't need you anymore probably because maybe you are injured or you are not you are not producing as you should you should take it as in good faith and just i just leave you can't throw tantrums unless we might just spoil your business for you and tell all that things that you are very hard to work with like it's crazy like you really need to be involved in the american sports to know what i'm talking about so yeah i like that and show how ridiculous that perspective and idea is uh another thing he talked about was spiritual fitness you know as athletes the priority is to be physically fit and maybe also mentally fit also because according to him and majority of basketball players 80 percent of basketball is mental actually so you have to, you have to be alert mentally but he made it a point to give an emphasis on spiritual fitness in the sense that players most of the time go through a lot especially because they are black players they have a lot of persons depending on them they need to run so they need these sometimes baby mama drama sometimes maybe a mom is sick or something like that and because the priority is physical and basketball 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 they might not be paying attention to that part where it's also uh, instrumental so he kind of alluded to the fact that therapy is good therapy is key just to stay whole and be balanced as a human being not just as a sportman or an athlete or as a basketball player so spiritual fitness to the main mention of that uh the structural racism also he highlighted that racism in america racism in sports i can say that the the concept of players wanting to leave and people frowning at it is a is a form of racism because majority of the owners majority of the fan and majority of the press are white folks so when this black guy says decide to take his destiny in his hand they'll be like how dare you after all we've done for you you should be grateful and all like that so it's so it's so crazy so the theme of race was very it's not like it was heavy but he alluded to it he, he represented it he talked about it in a very very intelligent manner that's one reason why i'm like yo this guy the very sound guy so one thing he mentioned was like you know as a popular person now public figure like people like to build you up and then they like to take you down in the same vein like it can build you up today, take it down tomorrow. This applies to life, but let's just keep it up to sports. Today, you play well, you are the greatest human being on earth. Tomorrow, you, you know, because life is full of ups and downs, but because you are in sports now, tomorrow, you don't do well. Everybody is coming against you. You are watching my being on earth, you are useless, you know, and stuff like that. Which to me, I never really understood that. Even in football, I'm like, ah, why are these fans so... I don't know is it i can't i don't even know what it was put but one thing he said about this you know when he was doing a press run for this book was like a lot of times as fans they project they use sports and their teams to project they they use it as an extent extension and a representation of their own life probably you don't have a lot of going a lot going on in your life you are not really achieving as much your sports team is that facade and that idea that you use to make yourself feel good and feel better that okay yo i'm fine things are going well or for that moment you just want to be happy that at least something is going well in my life so and then no one is stopping to think that yo 
let me face my life and figure out what are the things that are not really working out instead of projecting in, into a sports team and a franchise that I'm not even really making money from. Whether I forget the fact that you are even betting, you are still losing. And you know, if you can just stop and do that, all this outrage and outcry and ulabaloo, if I may, will not be when it comes to sports. You get it's it's madness over there in the US. And in Europe too, recently Shea, we just saw what happened in uh, England where the guys lost in the finals and they they wanted to take it out on all they want to crucify everybody. Like for what? It's just the ball on the ground rolling. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't it doesn't bring world peace and you are this mad, you are this upset. Really? Man, I almost I almost became that kind of person. Like almost I had to catch myself and be like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? Really though? Really? <laughs> I think that's why I switched to basketball and I'm permanently in basketball. I cannot I cannot be be overtly emotional about a round ball, whether on the grass or on the basketball courts. Don't make no sense. It don't make no fucking sense. So to round up, you know, something he said that I really held as a favorite quote from the book is this. He grew up in Springfield and it was like, Springfield is a place that if you are not careful, you can get stuck here. I love where I grew up and I love what it gave me. But something deep inside me would whisper at night. If you don't do everything you possibly can, you'll be stuck here for the rest of your life. These words really hit me when I was reading the book. Like it stuck out to me. And I took it metaphorically, literally, spiritually, however you want to see it. You are coming from somewhere, you grew up from somewhere, whether physically, metaphysically, however you want to put it. You are from a place, you are in a state, you are in an environment. You find yourself in that space. You can get stuck there. Let's let's just assume, let's just call it a comfort zone. Comfort zone is the enemy. You can get stuck there because you're familiar with the terrain. There's no risk here. There's no any kind of fear. But if you're not careful, you might get stuck in that spot. And if you don't do all you can, if you don't do everything you possibly can, you'll be stuck here. You, you just might get stuck. Like you just might get stuck. The battle majorly, majorly is mentally, actually. You start elevating your thinking to change whatever level, whatever position you find yourself in, in life, generally. So this was a very good book. You might not like it because you're probably not into basketball, but still it was worth reviewing. And I could read it again, actually. Yeah, thank you for listening. Peace.